0: Nice. He actually didn't fight me today. How nice. All right. Are we ready to start this nonsense? Bonesaw is ready. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I'm your host, Dale Chorhury, and I've been joined this week by... Just Mike. Yep. We are, uh... We are Sans the one true Ben tonight. Um our uh, our topic of conversation is a little bit too new for him. Obligatory Ben is old joke. <laughs> um as uh so most people are probably aware, you know, on January the first or second, I can't remember which, at like midnight, uh Adobe stopped uh supporting Flash. Good old Flash player. Flash.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Yes, Savior of the Universe. Um, and as a result, a large portion of Internet history was lost if it hadn't already been archived. Uh, Shout-outs to the Internet Archive Project, which did in fact archive a whole lot of uh, of Flash material. I was about uh, to say, this advanced. is a perfect
1: example of the old, or was
0: it, dot, dot dot We'll We'll get to that a little bit, too. Um, so we thought we'd do a post-mortem on Flash. Memories of... Uh, Memories of stuff to do with Flash because it was, it was real big as at least I was coming of age. I assume it was mostly the same for you as well, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. But of course, first of all, first all, first off, or first of all, I'm not sure which, but not first of off, which is what my <laughs> brain was trying to say. Um, single boost. Do you got anything, Mike?
1: Yeah. Um, I've been watching a, uh, a documentary series docu-series whatever you want to call it um the last dance on uh, on netflix and for those the who michael aren't familiar with the name yeah it's the michael jordan chicago bulls dynasty doc um it was uh i think it was originally aired on espn it's, it's on netflix now i think it was like a i think it was one of those joint venture thingies because it it uh, mentioned both uh espn Netflix at the beginning, if I'm not mistaken, might have been one of those like timed exclusivity deals. Yeah. Not quite sure how that works exactly because um, now uh, ESPN is another one of the companies that has been assimilated into the massive mouse that is Disney, I do believe. So, Um, yeah, I, I guess that means that eventually it'll probably be, it'll probably leave Netflix and then appear. On, um, well, I don't know if I, I think the thing with Disney is they have like there's obviously there's Disney Plus, but then there's also these other like there's these other, um, like, um, uh, packages or editions or whatever. I think you can get like you know Disney plus, plus 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 or whatever, where you can, yeah, you can like bundle in ESPN and all this other crap, uh, Hulu or whatever. So I, I'm not sure how long it'll be on Netflix necessarily. So that's, uh, also a good reason to check it out if you, if you have Netflix. Uh, and you're interested don't in have yeah yeah because i don't know exactly what the window for it is hmm. but yeah it's it's super interesting um i mean of course you know i grew up in the 90s so um you know it's i was around when it was happening and everything but hmm. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff a lot of like uh well we wouldn't really say inside baseball we'd say inside basketball in this case i guess
0: <laughs> you no know, i mean you played baseball for a little bit too
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's true i still remember i had a a buddy who had a little michael jordan in his baseball get up uh, i think specifically from the space damn movie <laughs> uh, uh talk about a very specific action figure but um yeah it's uh it's, it's really interesting and uh it's not you know like i said it's not just i mean you know that's a big part of the focus is mj but it's not just mj it's uh it's the entire dynasty and it goes in depth on other players like Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and stuff. And it's really interesting. A lot of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes, some of which was more public or less public with like issues as far as like management and the coaching and the back and forth and, and drama between players and teams, and rivalries and stuff. Yeah. Um, just to get just a quick um, aside, just to kind of give you an example of what I'm talking about. Um, i didn't realize that scotty pippen although he was um he um he played so well with mj and mj helped him like achieve his potential more and he like stepped up and was arguably the number two player in the nba at the time he was severely underpaid because he signed a contract that was like a seven year contract um earlier on uh, against the advice of uh, you know his agent or whatever um it was like 18 million dollars for like seven years um and so he was only out of all the he was like the 120 he was only the 122nd highest paid player in the nba and he was arguably the second best player in the entire league during that time when he was when him and mj and the, the bulls were at the height of their powers so, uh, now I understand, I kind of, you know, they, they get into it and I kind of understand why he did it at the time because he, he had family that was kind of depending on him and he didn't want to like gamble a sure thing because, you know, you can get injured and shit can happen when it comes to professional sports. Yeah. But it was one of those decisions that obviously, you know, came back to haunt him because, you know, he was stuck in this contract and, um, yeah. you know, just got severely underpaid and I had no idea that was a thing. So just to give a quick example, but yeah, it's really, uh,
0: hindsight's a little bit of a bitch sometimes. Yeah. It's,
1: it's really interesting. Um, and, um, you know, even, even people who aren't particularly interested in sports ball, um, I think would really enjoy the doc. Cause like I said, there's a lot of interesting like, um, drama and storytelling and just a lot of fascinating stuff going on and, um, it's really well made. And, you know, they have, um, they have interviews with uh, with several of the, the people, um, such as obviously uh, the players themselves and um, some of the like coaches and uh, or like reporters at the time and stuff. And Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah.
0: A well made documentary is actually really good. Um, like I, I, I'll, some people will, will really kind of sit back and be like, eh, I don't know, it's just information. Yes, well, it's 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 interesting information presented in a man in a manner that is that, that is itself designed to keep your attention at least if it's a good documentary
1: right in in some ways it's more it's more impressive than just like um traditional like entertainment or storytelling or whatever because you're having to weave all these things together that are set things that actually happened as opposed to just being able to you know in a sandbox situation where you just get to decide Mm. how all this stuff comes to be because you're just telling a made-up story you know uh to to have something that's actually factual and then hold someone's attention for such a you know uh extended period of time is impressive uh of course you know in this since it's a docu-series instead of just a movie you know just a, a traditional documentary that's like two hours or whatever they have more you know um they have more freedom to kind of like delve into a lot of the specifics and kind of like bounce around and kind of like put it together in this kind of mosaic that is both yeah. uh both interesting and um you know like lends itself well to the structure of how they want to do it because you know they're they're casting a pretty wide net here you know because it's not just mj it's the entire whole like 90s bulls nba zeitgeist you know yeah. there's a lot of inter- and another quick example is uh I didn't realize, I didn't know about the like the rivalry with the Pistons and how the Pistons were like basically, they were known as, they were like these bullies that were basically fouling the shit out of people. Like they're literally beating the shit out of people in the court. Like it's crazy. Like the difference between what people would, what refs would call like, you know, like 25, 30 years ago as opposed to these days, like it's, it's pretty insane. You know, like some of it is like uh, bordering on like hockey kind of stuff. These people Mm -hmm. like pushing each other out of the court and like, actually getting into fights on court and stuff it's pretty crazy like and there's a lot of good footage too that goes along with all this
0: stuff oh, oh, excuse me well i mean honestly like i've never really cared about basketball but it might be worth might be interesting to watch i don't know like well that's
1: that's one of the best endorsements right because um i never really cared about professional basketball either or you know any kind of just watching it as a spectator sport. College ball, like I, I just never really cared. Now granted, um, you know, MJ is a household name and he transcended the sport. He was a whole cultural icon and everything. Um, but even still, like I wasn't like, you know, I, I didn't really watch basketball. I never have right um so the fact that i'm so fascinated by it i think is a, is probably you know one of the biggest endorsements i can give it because normally i wouldn't give a crap you know i'm like okay professional basketball big deal
0: but it's really interesting stuff mm-hmm. oh, excuse me um I'm not, like if you blah, 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 blah. if i can make my if i can make my brain um do braining and such um um i i i'm inclined to agree that it might be like i think it's that, that you know that sounds kind of like something it's worth that I think I would enjoy look uh look at
1: yes yeah, check it out for my single boost
0: I thought I would point out that uh that um all but a single uh episode of the Muppet show is uh now out on Disney plus there was one episode that they removed because the guest star turned out to be be a child molester, and that was kind of a bad look. Um, obviously, this was found out far after the situation, but uh, but yeah, um, the Muppet Show, um, fantastic series. Um, now they will be, that there are a few things. Um, um, yeah, my brain is not on tonight. Um, there's a uh, there's now a disclaimer before a few of the episodes saying um, so. There was some racist stuff that happened in this episode. Sorry about that. Um, and a lot of people are apparently really mad that this disclaimer exists.
1: And so it kind of depends on, um, <laughs> kind of depends on, um, I don't know, it's, it's very subjective. Um, there's, there are, um, there are, I guess you can say there are racial stereotypes or whatever. And then yeah. there's, you know.
0: These were r- massively, we these are really kind of massively of insulting race, racist, like these are racist stereotypes is the problem. Um like the big like the buck teeth like buck teeth on a on on an asian person racist stereotype. Um now they don't edit it out or anything along those lines. There's just there's just a disclaimer that plays for like I think 10 seconds before that episode before the episode airs saying, "Hey, um so in in hindsight, this was kind of this was really kind of not okay, but we're not going to like you can still watch it. Like we're we're not going to try and deny the fact that it happened um just be aware that we think that that like this would fly this wouldn't fly in a writing in our writing room tonight
1: um, i mean you could do that with a ton of stuff yeah you're, you're, you're never of, gonna you're never gonna stuff. stop making these disclaimers yeah and a lot it, of older, it just strikes me as yeah. silly because it's like oh hey we can we can virtue signal about how you know how enlightened we are but we're still gonna you know have the stuff there so that we can profit off it
0: a lot of older stuff i think really kind of merits that uh, that display. i kind of feel like they should shit or
1: get off the pot it's just asinine in my opinion
0: i don't think it's virtue signaling so much as it's so much as it it's hey we should, you know be aware that people that thing that you that some things that that were thought of as okay really probably weren't in any case Muppet shows on, on on Disney Plus. Check it out because it's still freaking awesome. Um, that's really that, that 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 was the main thing um, because it's the Muppet Show. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. Have we done a a, a we've we've done a Muppet? Yeah, episode, we did a Muppet we?
1: episode. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, and I I think at that time I extolled the virtues of the Muppet Show because it's still amazing. It's fantastic. Um, and it's really damn funny. Um, so yeah, that that's that's what I got. Um I suppose we should probably go on to the spoiler of the week. Go for it. Um Flash is dead. Uh, Flash is dead. Flash. Long live Flash. So um Flash is dead. So when I say let's start here Mike, when I brought up the concept of Flash, what was the first thing that um, unintended intended Flash'd in your mind? Uh your Queen song.
1: Probably probably newgrounds.com that was like the king of flashlights uh more or less for a while um all these all these games and animations and stuff Mm -hmm. that and of course homestar runner it's another you know it's another uh internet pop culture zeitgeisty kind of deal which is funny because um that like uh homestar runner is uh still finding ways to be relevant these days with like the Trogdor, uh board game that got crowdfunded, crowdfunded out the wazoo and, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that so it's you know it's one of those things where it's like and we put stuff uh, on
0: YouTube these days too
1: it, it affects uh it affects you know like it's one of those things where it affects like a uh, like a, a group of people who mm-hmm. then are in you know like they're uh, they then go out and create their own things and may reference it so it's kind of like how when we talk about D and d where like you know you have like uh like directors and producers and showrunners and stuff like that, that do things like Game of Thrones and all this other stuff where they're obviously um, uh, affected by it now obviously you know this is much smaller scale than that but it's just one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things that's kind of like um in the right place at the right time and then you know it just kind of takes off yeah uh,
0: when I was when I thought up the idea I mostly had the idea because I had uh, recently, um, per 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 usual, most of the ideas that I come up with uh, for episode ideas are based off of things that I have been binging recently. Um, and what I had been binging was uh, the YouTube uploads of all of the old Strong Bad emails. Ah, okay. So that was that was part of the thing that made me. Oh man, Flash! Remember Flash? Flash was a big thing, and of course, the other thing that 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 really jumps to my mind is also Flash games. Um, I was—I yep. never really did much on Newgrounds. I mostly played on a on a uh, game site called Congregate, which is actually still there. Um, they've moved over to pretty much everything's on Unity, but uh, same basic thing. And most and a lot of the games that that were on Newgrounds made they made their way to to Congregate and everywhere else too because. You know, that's how you, that's how you, getting people to play is how you sell ads or something. I'm, I was never actually really quite sure how Flash games made money. The business model, yeah. But uh, I would
1: imagine that was primarily, you I'm know, sure it was ads. It was somehow ad, re,
0: ad revenue related. But um, it's definitely like, trying to think back on some of my favorite old Flash games, like uh, the, uh, the hardest game in the world. You remember that?
1: I don't think I played that one.
0: Um, let's see. I
1: will say um, there's a lot of like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of stuff going on with Flash mm-hmm. games. Um, one, uh, One of the most popular flash games on new grounds if not the most popular is called alien hominid and the people that made alien hominid then uh this, this small studio called the behemoth and they went on to make castle crashers it was a huge success and became this whole cross-platform phenomenon i assume you've played castle crashers or at least yeah I,
0: I know I, I i've heard of castle crashers i never did uh i never got around to actually playing castle crashers but uh i have played uh I played uh, some of their previous games, including a one where you had to beat up a giant floating face with a beard, Hmm. which I don't know that that's maybe really far out there. But it's from the Castle Crashers uh, people, and uh, yeah, Castle Crashers is a game I always kind of wanted to get around to playing, but then never did i suppose i can still buy it
1: i played it on the uh on the xbox 360 and played some co-op with friends yeah it's um yeah it's it's really fun game it's it's you know it's pretty like uh pretty straightforward it's just a a side-scrolling beat-em-up with some you know uh with like a like a scaling difficulty treadmill kind of thing with uh, a lot of customization like unlockable stuff
0: although the uh the next side-scrolling beat-em-up i'm ever i'm gonna Play is I. I definitely want to pick up a copy of, Spot of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World since it got re-released. But then that's one of my favorites too. So I'm a little biased.
1: When did the uh, When did the game come out? Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game.
0: Yeah. Around the same time that the uh, that the movie came out initially, because it was the game based off the movie based off the comic book but also that had stuff that was from the comic book that was incorporated after the fact and it's complicated and weird it's one of those things where pretty much everything came out around the same time except for the comic book had been around for a little bit because it had to obviously get adapted although it wasn't finished at the time when the movie came out
1: this reminds me of the uh, ridiculous phenomenon that was Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Yes. We got a video game that was based on a movie that was based on a video game.
0: Very true. But at least Street Fighter, the movie, like at least Scott Pilgrim the, versus the world, the game, at least like is what was not an adaptation from one medium into another medium and then back into the first medium.
1: <laughs> so bananas. And, you know, of course, the fact that it's a dumpster fire.
0: Oh, that reminds me of a really, really... Really funny, uh, think piece article I read, um, for 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 one of the first uh diversions of of the of the night. Um, did you see the new Mortal Kombat red band trailer? I did, yes. Um, about ten or so minutes after that came out, um, somebody who you want to talk about virtue signaling because this is abs- this was absolutely virtue signaling. This was um somebody, uh, somebody wrote a think piece about what about. Why the heck did you leave Chun Li out of the Mortal co- or out of the Mortal Kombat movie trailer? Were they being serious or? It was written in an entirely serious tone, so I really get the impression that this was someone who did not realize that Chun Li is from Street Fighter, not from Mortal Kombat.
1: That would be a great satirical article, though.
0: Yeah, like it, it's one of those things where um, what's, the, what's that guy's name? What's that law's name? Give me a second here. Um, the what and the what now? There, there's a thing. Um, it's gonna bother me if I don't. Poe's law. Um, Poe's law is without a winking smiley or other ba- blatant display of humor, it is utter- utterly po- impossible to parody something. Uh, to, in this particular case, it was to parody a creationist in such a way that someone won't mistake it for a genuine article. But it's been since uh, extended to it. It is impossible to it, it if you are if you are hard enough in your parody and satire, it is impossible to tell something that is just very dryly written satire from the real thing. yeah. Um, so it's like it could like if it was satirically written, then um then it wasn't obvious enough that they didn't get about a million comments saying, um guys, Li was uh was in Street Fighter. They also, I assume, honestly, that it was, in fact, um, fully real because they had to print a correction later in, uh, a little bit later, saying, um, it ha- we have discovered that uh, the reason Chun-Li isn't in it is because she's not part of Waddle. The fact that there was an update on the page makes me think even more that this was actually someone completely being an idiot and dropping them. (laughs)
1: That's, that's funny to go through so much effort when you could just throw in a Google, but I guess it's one of those things where it's like, um, well, you gotta get, well, if you you don't know that it's a thing, you don't know to look for it. It's also, also you you gotta,
0: you gotta get that, uh, you you gotta, if, if you're, if, if you're going for a hot take, you gotta get out there immediately because, um, otherwise, uh, because otherwise, someone else will make the, will we'll make the, uh, will, will keep uh, that take up instead. And, uh...
1: well, it's funny because they were, <laughs> they were like too successful. It's like, yeah, they got all that attention, just not for the reason they thought. Yeah, <laughs> well, job. it's very, it's, if it wasn't, if it was in fact a satirical thing, it was very much an Andy Kaufman in the internet age kind of a thing, you know? Like, <laughs> that would be, that would be totally something that he or someone with his uh, proclivities would do like commit to it so much that there's even a little like correction later
0: on, you know, that is possible. I wouldn't but do. Unlikely. We is is were talking of, about flash, right?
1: Uh, yes, we were. <laughs> and speaking of flash games, there were plenty of uh, flash fighting games like that. Mm-hmm. in the vein of street fighter and mortal Kombat and every other permutation um good format for side scrolling beat-em-ups Too a lot of a lot of that, a lot of like final fight double dragon knights of the round kind of stuff mm-hmm. in flashville
0: knights of the round that's a that's a
1: deep cut deep, deep,
0: deep, deep cut and a half yeah, yeah man
1: i i rented that shit when i was a kid super nintendo good shit good stuff um, a lot of by the way a lot of unlicensed stuff that's clearly copyrighted <laughs> oh yeah like <laughs> like knockoffs of like nintendo stuff and sega stuff and everything you can imagine
0: flash was the wild west of uh, of hey let's let's uh unlicensed games yeah let's let's make it an unlicensed game um tell you what game what game genre springs to mind faster than any else when i am talking about flash game and that is tower defense oh yeah that was huge. I love me some tower def- defense games, which is interesting because really they're kind of stupid and boring because they're they're like not exactly um, like they're not in, they're, they're not particularly innovative. That just yeah the, the the creeps get slightly harder to kill every single time.
1: Well, it's one of those things where it doesn't have to be particularly complicated or yeah. innovative to be satisfying and fun. I mean, look at Maybe. Missile Command for God's sake—that's the original tower defense game.
0: Yeah, I never really got into Missile Command, oddly enough, but uh, I I do I, I do understand wh- what you're what you're saying there, and you're and you're not wrong. But like, yeah, I love I love me especially like the balloons tower defense games where your monkeys throwing darts at balloons <laughs> because it makes just as much sense as anything else
1: well one of my uh one of my favorites was plants versus zombies that was great
0: plants versus zombies that that uh that actually uh leads over to uh popcap games which was another which was another big uh until they got acquired by uh EA. By EA, like uh, Peggle. And, Didn't uh, they also Zuma. do Bejeweled? They, yeah, that that was that was their. Yeah, they did a bunch of thing. like they puzzle made, games and stuff. They made Bejeweled, and that was how they made all of the money. Um, yeah, that was basically
1: made. what financed the rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, because um, middle-aged moms and Bejeweled, indeed. That was their target demo, and man, did they just—they had that demo. Good demo.
1: <laughs> Because yeah. you know, disposable income. They got money,
0: yep. And they're bored.
1: And those aren't exactly like, you know, you're not you're not plunking down sixty dollars regardless. So No. Those are budget yep. games.
0: hmm I wanna say bejeweled deluxe cost like ten dollars.
1: Yeah, that was uh I remember seeing that on the Xbox Live arcade back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was um that was kind of like a uh that genre you know that that was kind of one of those things where it was kind of um like straddling the line between oh this is this can just be a kind of a souped up flash game or this could be like a full on actual like you know release Oops. full capital g game game yeah depending on the genre there there'd be <laughs> there'd be bigger differences between a flash game and then the official release like sometimes some some games would be budget games, and you could barely tell the difference between the like free Flash version and like the version you paid for, where you just like uh, have like its own application and not run out of a browser, and there's no advertising, and that's almost the extent of the difference. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that and and PopCap uh was did a lot of uh, of uh, shareware. I want to say was it share? Yeah, I think it was shareware. Yeah, style games where it was like here, have this free trial of the game. But in order, if you really, want, but if you want to play the two or three other um, modes, you got to shell out ten bucks to to buy it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure they they had that going on with Bejeweled and Plants for Zombies, where you could play like a few levels and one mode or whatever. But if you wanted to actually play the whole game, you've gotta yep. pay for it. Going back to the old, uh, back to the old ID Software Wolfenstein 3D Doom model.
0: Mm-hmm. Except like there, it was here. Have the first episode. Um, their whole thing was was frequently um you can play the game for 15 days after which it stops working and puts a little thing in your registry saying that it was there once upon a time right Ugh. so speaking earlier of uh of uh of Homestar Runner do you ever uh do you ever write strong bad an email uh,
1: i don't think i ever did i did watch all the well almost all the emails cuz i'm sure there are relatively recent ones that i never yeah, but... sort
0: of they they kind of went dark for for like 5 or 6 years back in the back in the mid 20 back in the mid 20 something um, yeah
1: 20 the, the year 20xx yeah <laughs> yeah that's probably that's part of it that's where checking.
0: they're they're the ones that uh, that came up, that uh, gave us of course 20XD6
1: 20XD6 that was it yeah yeah, yeah. they're all uh, they're all anime Email
0: classic yeah, Stinko man, who also um, who also inspired a not a flash game, but a uh, a game that is that, that was really kind of like uh, they they blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. They mentioned uh, someone wanting to be the guy, which, of course, brought around the game. I want to be the guy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And if you're not familiar with I want to be the guy, I wouldn't honestly recommend playing it. I would instead recommend checking out someone on the internet trying to play it for the first time, because <laughs> it's not really a fun game. It's a, it's, a, it's really sort of more a uh, an exercise in uh, in frustration. I actually beat two of the bosses, and I want to be the guy. That is my one of my more proud moments in my life. Hey, stinko man!
1: Everybody says you're the guy. I want to be the guy too. No way! You're just a kid. <laughs> good stuff
0: oh man it's really kind of interesting um watching especially older strong bad emails um because you really like they're they're short enough that you can binge like all 200 of them in pretty short order um like they're only five to ten minutes a piece so like at most it's going to take you let's see some of the earlier ones are even shorter than that i mean all of if you want to watch all of them it's going to take you about 3 days assuming you can um assuming you can um devote you know 5 or 6 hours a day to watching things but at the same time some of the other ones are really short as you say so like they got longer as the as time went on as the as the yeah as the got started yeah started I- increasing um i want to say like the first one gads is like th- like 2 minutes long uh <laughs> turn into a Hoglegads. dance craze yep
1: Everybody to the limit. Come on. The house. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Like I remember in, you know, in school, people that were into Homestar Runner and we would just be like talking about Homestar Runner shit. And then other people that had no idea what we we're talking about. It's like, we're speaking a, our own secret language, you know, yeah.
0: that was, that was, that's, that's something that kind of happens over, but rose around any internet community. Yeah. Um, as you, as, as there becomes, as you get more and more in jokes, about uh, about things, the more it becomes incomprehensible to uh, to outsiders looking in, unless you are unless you're exposing yourself to it the same way that the people who found out about the in jokes were like two people talking about this from the outside. Like right now, we were talking about Folgogats. If you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know Strong Bad, and you don't know Strong Bad email, the first one which was I want to say called for gods. Um you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about it's right. Quite now. literally gibberish. Um there are 208 uh emails apparently. And I'm sorry, it's not the first one. Um it's one of the first though. It's nine. It's it's uh it's Homestar Runner 9. I love it's it's strong that email number 9. I love you. Um by the way, um when I was saying um Homestar um Flash is dead. Long live Flash. Um there's a thing called the Ruffle Project, which is essentially a Flash Player emulator um, that allows old Flash-powered sites to continue to exist, like Newgrounds and Armor Games and Cool Math Games and HomestarRunner.com, which is still up and running. Um, and uh, it uh, you can watch all of the strong bad emails on that website um most of them are also on youtube as well because they uploaded them a lot of them to youtube except there's a few that for some reason they either couldn't or haven't hard to say
1: yeah i went to uh i went to homestar runner and watched some of the old emails for old time's sake and Mm -hmm. i noticed that they had the they had both links they had the traditional link and the link to the youtube upload of it
0: yeah Um, and of course strong bad is now apparently on uh on twitter (laughs) because that's a funny concept Yep, and they still actually put out some stuff from time to time which is really kind of cool trying to
1: tweet with those boxing gloves
0: well he was never going to explain how he how does he type with boxing gloves on his hand
1: that was well that was the subject of the very first email yep and this became you know one of those running jokes where it's like the obvious question that keeps coming up
0: Yep, i didn't realize it at the time but one of the other more obvious questions that that was that was actually the same question in the email that I sent him because I did I sent Strong Bad an email. Um, I I wanted to figure out how the heck old he was because you know he apparently lives with his brothers um, and his mom is mentioned a few times from off screen, but apparently he also drinks beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, because cold ones are definitely beer,
1: right? Yeah, um, there's there's some mixed messaging going on there.
0: Like it's really hard to tell exactly how old he is, and apparently that's intentional. And he was and uh, um, apparently that was one of the frequent emails um, that was gotten and ignored. It makes me feel sad to have wasted my time trying to email my idol.
1: Um, <laughs> so aside from the strong bad emails, mm-hmm. uh, was there was there any other Home Star stuff that you uh, that you got into in his prime?
0: So. I, I, I have and still do from time to time actively search out every single appearance of Hamsar.
1: <laughs> Good old Hamsar.
0: He's a fashionable tote bag. <laughs> I Save it uh, off one, two, three, and now you can count to three.
1: That's the thing
0: with those is there'd be like one little
1: like typo or disposable remark and then it would become like its own thing mm-hmm. well, that was like the second or third email was somebody mistyping homestar as homsar yeah
0: if you hate homestar so much why don't you why don't you kill him but they he wrote homsar and so he went and dropped a heavy he lord on, an on him i think yeah on <laughs> classic cartoon style yeah. on on homsar well it was it was one of those big fakey um one of those, like, fakey, big, comedic weights, like, that's a counterweight. And it would say, it said, Heavy Lord on it. L-O-U-R-D-E-N-E. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: And he, he had that stupid voice. He's like, hey, you strong, bad. Ah,
0: I'm a drink <laughs> from the 80s. I can't do the voice, but... I love me some hum, sorry, but I love insane non-sequiturs, too, so...
1: Yep, well... it's no wonder you're a home star runner fan then oh <laughs> um, yeah that's one of the uh, one of the most memorable flash related things the whole home star phenomenon I think oh yeah I
0: remember getting it big into homestar runner on uh, in middles
1: did you ever uh did you ever see that site um stickdeath.com
0: is that the one with uh, where the stick figures did like super awesome fights with each other? Yeah, uh, I think so. Given that I said I think I recognize it, um, well,
1: the, it had um, yeah. There's like a bunch of crazy little, a bunch of crazy flash animations, and then they they, uh, they developed their own uh, games like Escape from Greenville and Crackhouse Cleanup and stuff like that.
0: You know, it kind of rings a bell, but at the same time, not fully.
1: I don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's so, I mean, it's the most basic of basicness. It's just stick figures farting around with, like, a color here or there. Um, and, like, you know, engaging in wanton stick violence. But <laughs> it was amazing for its time. I
0: think one of the big things that I really liked about about Flash was that it was really easy to work with. Um, once upon a time, I learned some basic uh, Flash-like, i I learned a little bit of how to make flash do things, Of course, I can't really art to save my life, but uh but I learned a little bit of flash programming, and I was in middle school like i said when when flash was really kind of taking off and being big and important, so yeah. that was how kind of like how simplistic and it
1: was um well i think it's one of those things where um it's it's one of those things where because it's approachable like that um i think it was probably a good like initial rung in the ladder of learning that kind of stuff as far as like programming or developing oh, games and software so it's one of those things where it's like <clears throat> you kind of think of it as like a virtual play-doh or lego or something where it's like mm. Okay, here's a a thing that anyone can at least like get a handle on the basics if they like focus and put some effort into it. And then that became a thing where you know you can kind of go from there. I guess a more modern analogy would be like Minecraft.
0: Yeah, um, that was and like the the the, the, what I was kind of trying to build towards was um, because it's because it was so so accessible. You got a really diverse group of voices making stuff for uh, and, and people making stuff for flash because it really wasn't all that hard right um so that meant you got some really unique stuff like homestarrunner.com like almost all the shit on new um yep. because anyone could theoretically pick it up and kind of roll with it um with not too much work to learn it um, you got, um, were the, with the people you mentioned earlier, were they the creator versus stick man, uh, animators? I, I don't,
1: I don't know. There's, there's a variety of stick related things, I guess. Um, it's, it's hard. I'm not sure who, like, I'm not sure who created what exactly. I'd have to kind of do my research on that. Cause I know there were like, I know there's those like gifts of like the crazy, like elaborate infinite, like, um, uh, stick fight choreography stuff you know like a big <laughs> like a big uh martial arts movie or whatever mm-hmm. um and then there's uh, i am not sure what i'm not sure how much if any of that was related to the stick death site um so i'm I, reminded to,
0: of the um... uh of the thing where somebody would make a stick figure and then the stick figure would try to fight their mouse and photoshop and or um and or flash or whatever they were animating it mm-hmm. um that that's kind of what i was thinking of um but I, it's very possible that we're not sure um it was it, it was big in
1: like the uh the late 90s to early aughts because mm-hmm. i remember like um i remember 9-11 happened and then there was like this there's like, you know, there, there's there's a lot of the like, oh, people want to make some kind of like cathartic thing where you get to like, you know, blow up terrorists, like you know, take on yeah. terrorists and stuff. You know, there's a lot of that, obviously. Uh, and there's this whole like, you know, stick a stand thing where they, they do a game where you like have to like, uh, you know, attack the Taliban or whatever, something like mm-hmm. that. So you know, it's one of those things where you can kind of like easily, kind of like Y2K or whatever, where you can you kind of like, oh, there's a mile marker on on you know (laughs) on time, where it's like, okay, well, I know generally what uh, era that was because I remember that being a thing. So yeah,
0: animator versus animation is what I'm thinking of. I think that's a different thing. Yeah, I think so too.
1: But you know, obviously because it's so simple, um, and you have all that you know that flash. Stuff going on, it makes sense. There's there's going to be a lot of you know the, like the most basic things like stick figures. That's going to be one of those ubiquitous things where everyone has their own little spin mm-hmm. on it. Kind of like uh, kind of like sprites, basic polygons and stuff. Any any kind of thing where you can just kind of throw a few things together. You know, especially if uh, you know you have some interesting ideas, but you're not the artiest of arters. You don't yep. have people to art for you. On uh, yeah. new grounds, um, another interesting thing there because I, I mentioned um, the the popularity of Alien Hominid and how the behemoth kind of they they made it big through a large part what they did on Newgrounds. Um, another thing in general that Flash would do is, <coughs> um, you know how you know music videos were a thing and um, like changed the dynamic of a lot of music and music distribution the um flash animations would often be used for like oh you know if you had like music or like a skit or like an audio like a comedy audio thing or whatever like somebody would throw a flash animation together to set it to Mm -hmm. you know and um one of the things uh which i i know you're aware of (laughs) was the old dead ale wives guild sketch with the cheetos the mountain dew and everything (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that was a that was one of the most popular things on Newgrounds, where it's you know they have the they had the like eight bit Final Fantasy like original Final Fantasy sprites yep. going on, and mm-hmm. it was like where's the Mountain Dew and all that shit. What's funny about that is yes, um I good. didn't I didn't find out until way later that um, of course you know I didn't know who he was until way later, but Dan Harmon was part of the dead Ill wives guild the creator really? of community and other and various rick and morty. comedic things rick and morty yes those are his two big biggest claims to fame um but yeah dan Harmon was one of
0: the uh dead ill wives guild people huh. i was not aware of that either that's the interesting more you know we should yeah, this set on community at some point yeah i could get, get my sister in line on that one she would love that there's a lot of uh you know um like
1: i said how there's you know there's certain like moments in time and stuff, and there's overlap as far as, like, the uh, the group of people that are interested in that particular thing, whether it be mm-hmm. Flash programming as a whole or, like, Newgrounds specifically or Homestar Runner or whatever. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of the stuff that you would see would, um, would have, like, you know, you'd have certain, like, um, interests or subgenres or, like, IPs or whatever. Like, for example, on Newgrounds, excuse me you had a lot of people that were into like video games and like rpgs or jrpg specifically so there's like a ton of like final fantasy-esque stuff that they would do like animations on and stuff Mm -hmm. so you'd have like you know actual, you'd have like the traditional like sprites or whatever and they just kind of make up their own stories it's kind of uh it's kind of like the whole concept of uh like kids playing with action figures but then like making up their own stories with said action figures
0: yeah you know? well it's a lot like uh if you want a, mo- a slightly more uh more modern example of that uh look at uh red versus blue yeah
1: yeah machinima i can never pronounce it right machinima
0: machinima that
1: oh, is machinima yep My like god the machine
0: mm-hmm. um not machina as in deus ex machina but, but, but machinima because it's being made in a machine um
1: i think that's why i was always confused about it because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> i would want to i would want to default to machinima because uh, mm-hmm. De- deus ex machina
0: yeah um but like that uh reuse of uh, of of sprites from other things is was also big in web comics at the time uh, i i'm i i flashed to uh brian clevenger's uh 8-bit theater which was a very comedic retelling of the first Final Fantasy game.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that was actually um, that was a big presence on Newgrounds, that kind of stuff. There's mm-hmm. an 8-Bit Theater channel and everything.
0: Oh, I'm tired. I'm sorry if I'm kind of out of it here tonight. I'm always tired. I'm ready for for winter to be over. If you'll forgive me another, another brief uh, tangent, but winter sucks.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I...
0: I I, I suffer from seasonal affective disorder, uh, depression. Tack that on with my regular depression. Tack that on with pandemic depression, and this winter specifically has just completely blown.
1: The winter of your discontent. Yeah. Hey, it's actually warmed up.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm just glad I'm not freezing butt off. If it anymore. stays warm this weekend, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on my bike a bit and ride around. That should um, help. I was thinking now is the winter of our discontent was actually that. Um, That it was coming to an end. Um, No, so well, sort of. The next line is "Made summer by, uh, made glorious summer by the son of York." So sorry, you you got you got me thinking about Shakespeare, you bastard. (laughs) Speaking of, I'm going to be auditioning for a uh, for a role in a radio in a uh, in an internet radio production of the Scottish play uh, coming up soon. And if that happens, I'll make sure to to make sure that people know about. About uh, links and such. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the Scottish play, um, Shakespeare. um, Google it. You don't say the name of the Scottish play.
1: (laughs) Right. It's a thing.
0: It's cursed. It's haunted. Um, And I don't typically go in for superstition, but we've had a pandemic right now, so I'm not really taking any chances with anything. Like if someone if someone wants to wants to say that 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 this will uh, that this will help or you know work or make or stave off the bad i'm willing to take it on faith right now <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve harming others um so uh, i really thought i ha- that that there would be more to plumb with this you know um another
1: thing i want awesome. to point out yeah with flash is uh it's in, in internet terms it's fucking ancient like it's just crazy to think the initial release was the beginning of 1996
0: yeah it's gonna say isn't it does it go back all, all the years. way back to the 90s
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean this is like media flash before adobe fucking,
0: bought macromedia yeah
1: yeah this is like you know the relative infancy of the internet at least mm-hmm. of the uh, mass available internet
0: yeah back when you uh back when you couldn't uh, be on the internet and the phone at the same time
1: when you would have uh when you would have like department stores and bookstores that would have a well trial cds
0: <laughs> i remember uh you know um <laughs> shoot that reminds me sorry brief brief aside did you know that checks quest is back <laughs> wait what do you mean by back So, Checks Quest was a game that I know it originally released in uh, in um, in a fucking box of cereal. Yeah, boxes of of checks. Apparently, it got like it's been remastered and re released. (laughs) The remaster that literally no one asked for. (laughs) And in fact, now you can download it for free on Steam. And now it also has multiplayer. Wow. I just love how the melee weapon is a spoon. And the chainsaw is an electric spork. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so
0: silly. Wow. It's actually also 1996, too, which was... Apparently there's, like, the, the people at Czechs decided to bring back, like, this whole... Uh, to... T- reinvigorate uh, Chex Quest and, like, give it its own, like, extended universe and bullshit, too. (laughs) Well,
1: it has a certain logic to it, right, from a guerrilla marketing perspective, because you tap into that nostalgia Mm -hmm. from a whole generation of people who are then, like, constantly flapping their gums about Chex brand. I mean, yep. That's brilliant marketing, really. It's just like all the other silly free-release stuff, like the the Wendy's tabletop RPG and the Colonel Sanders, I Love You Colonel Sanders dating Sim and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> or, you know, the KFC uh, console that's coming out soon.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So I told stupid. you about that, right? Yes. Yeah, I looked it up. It's one of the most ridiculous. You know what's funny is... I... <laughs> Whatever I I was about to say is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And then I I took a moment to think about it. I'm like, you know, now that I think about it in the top ten of most ridiculous things I've ever seen, at least three of them are KFC related. Like they have (laughs) a knack for just having fucking ridiculous headline grabbing shit, you know, Which, like, Like, I mean, I mean, I got to hand it to them. like props. Like you're doing your job well, marketing people, advertising people. But I mean, my God, yeah, like the double decker. It's like, oh, we're going to make a sandwich. And instead of pieces of bread, they're going to be chicken breasts. It's like that's like straight up uh, exhibit pimp my ride shit where it's like, yo, dog, I heard you like chicken. So I put some chicken on your chicken so you can chicken while you chicken. Yep. (laughs) You know, that would be another good fun episode. It's just like like silly marketing stunts, like stupid marketing stunts. You know, some of them may have went well. Some of them may have went not so well. Some of them may have been completely disastrous in unanticipated ways. That would be a fun episode. There's so much material to mine there.
0: I'll put it on the list.
1: Uh, just to, as a quick tease, uh, which definitely would bear mentioning for that, I remember when there was a guerrilla marketing campaign for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and law enforcement were convinced that they were explosive devices.
0: Yep, the knights that people thought were bombs,
1: yep. Which, wasn't that around the Boston area, which is weird, considering the Boston Marathon bombing? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was in the yeah, I was in the Boston metro area where they they found those moon and night things. Yeah. Yep, that's a thing. anywho's back to Flash and how
0: ancient it is. I'm sure, actually how much more I really have to say about it. Like I I've said a fair bit of peace, but I thought this was going to be a bigger subject to plumb, but it, essentially we're just kind of waxing uh nostalgic, which isn't bad. Um, well,
1: you know, it comes with the territory cuz mm-hmm. passing of an arrow, with the exception of, you know, the little Yep. pirate ship version of it that'll it'll, <laughs> yep.
0: it'll continue it on project yep yeah
1: different ways
0: we'll try to keep it running as best you can but uh remember um, like uh I think it was the day before flash died um homestarrunner.com released the last episode to uh the last episode slash level to the uh to the stinko man uh mega Man knockoff game like <laughs> here it is in the last day before flash goes away forever. <laughs> and you won't be able to access any of our stuff. Of course, then it got saved, but uh, still it was that, that was that was kind of hilarious and yet at the same time a total dick move by the brothers chaps. <laughs>
1: Appropriately
0: dramatic, you could say it chapped your hide. Perhaps, but uh, okay, I'll get over it. <laughs> Ugh, wish we didn't have to record so late at night when my brain is only at, at like a quarter power. But such is the way of things. When one of our when one of our ranks works nights, technically we could have done something earlier today, but we didn't think about it. Say, Levine. Indeed. Um. Do you have anything else, Mike? Because I'm I'm kind of out of topics to broach.
1: Yeah, I don't really have anything else significant. It's pretty much just you know, like you said, reminiscing on the yeah. uh, the flash games of yore. Um, I think we we hit pretty much all the big examples. Um,
0: oh, I I did mention um. Internet Archive, um, like the Internet Archive project actually did actively uh, save a number of Flash games in um, essentially a virtual machine that you can access that that is running the last existing the, 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 the last supported version of Flash. Um, so if you want to check out what some people would consider kind of like the Flash game classics, those can be found, um, a second here, and I should have gone to this website when to prep for looking at the, uh, for, to prep for talking about this, the, uh, the thing, um, because they wrote, like, a big, long article about stuff. Um, there are a few, um, here we go. Uh, things that, that were saved by, um... Things that were sa- that were saved by the Internet Archive talking for flash. Um, Leek spin, caramel Danson, Badgers, peanut butter jelly Tongue. <laughs> uh, these are mostly it looks like uh, videos as opposed to uh, as opposed to anything else. All your base are belong to us. Ah yes, that old chestnut. The ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny.
1: I have to assume uh, Charlie the unicorn is on there.
0: Uh, no, because Charlie Unicorn wasn't actually Flash. He was he was always on YouTube. Oh. So these were things that had their that that had their um their their Origin. genesis in yeah. in Flash. Um, apparently, League Bowling, which is a Flash game, is is a bowling game. Apparently, Gonads and strife. Here's a bunch of other here's a bunch of Flash games. Uh, Super Mario sixty three. Ah uh, yes. You want to talk about? Uh, you want to talk about shameless shameless, um super mario sunshine 64 alien hominid is on there um robot unicorn attack if you remember that a lot of mario ripoffs which is kind of hilarious um escaping the prison if you're do you ever did you remember ever playing escape the prison
1: no i don't think i played that one
0: it was a uh it was a sort of like a multiple choice game where you could where you essentially were trying to guide a prison inmate from uh, to to escape um, from a prison. It's like Choose Your Own Adventure in Flash. Kind of, yeah. Apparently they decided to save both uh, both the first and second games in the illustrious Kramer Hentai Adventure ga- uh, game series. You've got a lot of things on here. just kind of <laughs> keeps going. The Impossible Quiz. Uh, but if you're interested in it... Um, If you go to Archive.org, you can find their software library of Flash games that they saved, as well as Flash videos that they saved. They didn't save nearly as many Flash videos as they did Flash games, because holy crap, it just kind of keeps going. Um, A lot of Sonic games, too. Yep. Yeah, if if any of you are like, what the hell is Flash? Because you're too young to remember that. One... You're probably too young to really be listening to the, to, to this podcast because I tend to swear a cuss around, and this is technically listed as explicit content for that very purpose. Also, so I don't have to worry quite so much about uh, um, what was that one? I can't remember the name of the law. The the cepa I don't know. It was the it was the thing that 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 makes like advertising to children illegal, even though we don't advertise. Like you have to be very careful about things that are intended for a child audience. This yeah, is not intended for a child audience. If we have any children listening, you shouldn't be. Or at least not without your parents ex- or at least not without your parents' exact not only permission but participation in the in the event. So, I think I've covered our, covered our ass legally enough. Um surprised I'm not seeing any of the Bloons Tower Defense games here. Um as I go through this giant uh list. But yeah, if you're if you're wanting to relive the glory days of flash uh the ruffle project still exists and is uh and is keeping newgrounds and homestarrunner.com alive uh for the time being and the internet archive has a bunch of things that like because it's the because it's the internet archive um should remain available pretty well forever or at least until you know the servers die, so um, I believe the I know the next episode we're going to record is going to be on Wandavision. I'm not sure whether that episode wh- whether that episode will be coming out before or after this episode. I'm back to having one in the can, uh, so to speak, which is to say I've got an episode that I can that that you know if we have to miss a, a recording session or something along those lines, I can pull out of storage. Um, so this may or may not come after the WandaVision episode, but it's but we are definitely recording it before, um, which is why we haven't had any further opinions on WandaVision. Um, and after that, I don't know what we'll talk about. Um, Ethan has gotten in, cu- in touch with me about wanting to do an episode with him um, talking about the differences between the original Justice League and the Snyder Cut, and I think uh, I'm going to do that with him, but that'll be once the Snyder Cut comes out, so... Um, sort of just as a preview of things to come. Um, I don't have much else to say, so I guess we should cut it off there. We almost made it to an hour 30, so uh, mm-hmm. this has been Neil. And Mike. And that's it uh, for, for this time. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Geek Anthology. That is the wrong channel. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letters FLV and the number TENS OF THOUSANDS OF NEW ITEMS EVERY DAY ON NEW grounds. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, leaving us a comment. Rating us, following us, subscribing, liking, hitting that bell for notifications, depending on, of course, where you're listening. Whatever it is that might help build the algorithm. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation through PayPal on our website at www.workingtheoryproductions.com or a reoccurring one at Patreon, patreon.com workingtheory. The final thought. Flash is dead. Long live Flash.